Smarty Pants Lance, Smarty Pants Lance, Smarty Pants Lance. Hello, everybody. Today, let's talk about Christmas, which is what, about 10 days away? Maybe nine days away. Didn't do the math. Uh, and Christmas makes me think of Christmas adult beverages, which makes me think of drinking in general. Well, let's talk about Christmas beverages. First one that comes to mind, eggnog. You a fan of eggnog? I am not. Decidedly not. I mean, uh, I'm lactose intolerant. Of course, I'm intolerant to a lot of things, including stupidity. And, you know, they're like, what do you mean? It's delicious. It's got your eggnog. It's got uh, you got eggs in it for your protein. Well, it's got the, the yellow part of the eggs, which we weren't supposed to eat, you know. And uh, then we weren't supposed to eat the white part. We're supposed to eat the white, but not the yellow. And now we can eat both or we can't eat. But I don't know. They've changed it so many times. But that's in there. And you have to cook it. And you put in whipping cream. And so it's this, well, if you had it, you've had it. It's it's thick. And it's eggnoggy. I don't know. Taste it for yourself. If you know, you don't know. But I don't like it. I'm a no on the nog. Me? I am no on the nog. Uh, other things like wine. Well, okay. Fine. Wine is fine uh, for others. I'm not a drinker myself. Uh, it all started with a bet I'll explain in a little while back when I was 20 with a fake ID. And the bet had to do with, uh, you know, how long I could go. But back to uh, wine. I know there are people that love wine. And they love to talk about wine. And they love to go to wineries. And they love to wine taste. And they love to show off their... Uh, prowess, their inform- their knowledge about wine. Uh, what is it, a sommelier, something? Isn't that what they are? Is that liquor in general, or is that just people for wine? Well, um, I had a girlfriend that was really into wine, actually a couple, but one in particular I'm thinking about. And she used to love to stand there at the bar at some swank winery and talk about, oh, I'm detecting like a hint of pomegranate, and it's a little bit oaky, I think, and um, I think also it has a kind of a floral, and it's like, you know, and she'd go, here, taste this. No, I don't want to. Come on, taste it. I don't want to. Come on, taste it. So it's like, all right, I take a little sip. What do you get? Are you, are you getting the, you know, all these different descriptors she has? And I said, no, no. All red wine, to me, is grapes, alcohol, and Dr. Pepper. That's what I, t- I'm not <laughs> making this up, it's true. I did grapes, alcohol, Dr. Pepper. White wine is just grapes, alcohol. That's all I can take. None of this subtle stuff. It doesn't matter if it's twist off or it has a cork or whether it's chilled or it's not chilled. Um, I, I, I just can't detect, but for some reason, I have an unfailing sense of gas leaks. <laughs> so. I can walk into a building, there's a gas, there's a natural gas leak somewhere, and no one can smell it. Even wine snob, you know, couldn't detect that. But I would turn out that I was right. Now, why is it that the same sense of uh, smell that I have that's heightened doesn't correlate to a sense of taste? I thought they were connected somehow, but I don't get it. You got wine, you want to enjoy it and love the history and, and the whole description and figure out what it pairs with. Uh, to me, again, red wine. Dr. Pepper, grapes, alcohol. So what does Dr. Pepper pair with? with? (laughs) Dr. Pepper pairs with a burger. Yes. Back when I used to drink sodas before the year 2000, I drank Dr. Pepper and I was proud. I was part of the original crowd. 
And I looked around those days, and I felt there probably isn't a Dr. Pepper, nay, Dr. Pepper craze, but I sure liked it so. I decided not to drink soft drinks after the year 2000, and I stuck to it. So back to the story about why I don't drink. In 1981, 20 with the vegan ID, turned 21 in 81, but at the time, there was a bet. And the bet was that I couldn't go a week without drinking because I used to go out and dance every night after work, and I would always have a drink in my hand. And the bet was a round of golf. If you can go a week, no alcohol. And I said, no problem. Easy for me because I don't have an addictive personality. So I made it through the week discovered that I was wasting my money on buying drinks and I was perfectly comfortable in social situations like going out to dances and bars and talking to people without having to have a drink in my hand. So save money, no risk of DUI, uh, et cetera, et cetera, you know, better for me. And I just breezed right on through. I continued to not drink all the way through law school when one of the judges that was a professor there who was drunk off his ass one day after the school raft race, he was so drunk, he was leaning up with his back against this oak tree in this park, and he was holding the rubber insides of this uh, those cheap wine boxes, and he was just p- pouring some wine out of the spigot in his mouth, and he goes, what do you mean to a drink? I'll never make it a lawyer. You gotta learn to drink. Every once in a while, I got nipped out there. You, 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 you're never gonna make it through. Uh, and of course, I did make it through, and I continued not drinking for many, many years, including now. Now, yes, I might have a sip of something, maybe a dessert wine or something, and I'm a sip of that. Uh, something that's on the sweeter side, because at least I can take the sugary part. Again, that goes back to detecting Dr. Pepper. So now, this makes me think of the great, did I say great? The great drinking contest of 1970 and 8, the year of uh, your Lord, 1970 and 8. I think Jimmy Carter was president then, and uh, maybe that was before. Oh, after he lusted against somebody or for, I don't know what he lusted for. Uh, we're human beings, man. You know, we see something, that you see a woman, and you're attracted to women. I always put that in there, okay? Uh, and you uh, you have your, your loins, your dirty, disgusting loins start getting, you know, you say, hey, I want to I wanna talk to that one. That one's a possibility. Of course, you don't know really what to do when you're, back then, and uh, it's all in your mind, and it's a fantasy, but still. Uh, now, the roommates and the doormates all decided to have a drinking contest. Could women be included? Yes, women too. And there were a few of them, stalwart ones. Now, they drank all night long, into the early morning hours, into the early, early morning hours, And eventually, everyone was sound asleep and or, you know, kind of sick. And the one left standing, the one that won the contest, was a nice fella. And this fella, Nicholas, let's call him, he was strong of body, of mind, of all sorts of ways. And he was able to take the last couple that couldn't make it back to their dorm room and physically pick them up and firemen carry their asses back into their dorm room twin uncomfortable bed, but he was wise enough to know 
not to have a Jimi Hendrix situation, so we would turn their head to the side in case they Jimi Hendrix. Don't know what I mean by that? Look it up. That's what the Google is for. So there was a guy in that contest who was such a dick, pretty much a dick to everyone, and he was a dick to me too. And I had been thinking, is there a practical joke I could play on this guy? So I put my 18-year-old noggin to work, and I came up with an exact perfect solution. Turns out, in our shared bathroom, each had a cubby. And in the cubby, you'd have like, you know, your, your toothpaste and your razor and your shampoo and stuff like that, soap. And mouthwash. And this guy's choice of mouthwash was Lavoris. Has anybody heard of Lavoris these days? Lavoris mouthwash. And it was this sort of pea-colored yellow stuff. I mean, it's like Dr. Uh, not Dr. Pepper. Uh, Mountain Dew. Boy, how could I confuse those two? You know, Yahoo! It's Mountain Dew! Mountain Dew, it looks like pee. Why would you want to illuminate? Why would you want to drink that? Well, this stuff looked also like uh, uh, a bodily fluid there. And it turns out tequila kind of looks like that too, doesn't it? So I said, you know, it'd be funny. What if I dump out the Lavoris and I pour in some tequila I found left over and just put it in the cubby and bide my time well? Late into the next afternoon, when everyone started to rouse in various forms of, oh, man, I feel like I got, oh, fuck, I struck by a dream. Oh. You know, their heads feels like it's, you know, a mile wide, and their stomach's upset, and they're just, okay. Because let's face it, it was alcohol poisoning. It's poison, see? It's poison. And I told you, you swarthy little bastard, you drink that stuff, it's poison, you sinner, you. Well, he eventually shuffles on into the bathroom and he reaches for his Lavoris mouthwash, thinking it's mouthwash. Uh, cleverly disguised because it was actually tequila that I poured in there. And he takes a nice big swig of Lavoris, oh no, tequila. <laughs> oh my God, the sound emanating. The. Oh, what the, what the, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to kill you, you son of a who did this, right? <laughs> and of course, I wasn't the only one that found that hysterical. Oh my God, that was fun. Uh, anyway, okay, you kids, don't drink and drive, be safe over the holiday, and uh, I'm going to do a, a different Christmas podcast coming up. Wait a minute, my producer just told me i got about another four minutes to fill. Okay, easy enough to do. So when people ask me, so do you enjoy wine? Uh, not especially, no. Do you enjoy any kind of adult beverages? I, uh, no, I don't. I don't care if you do, but I don't. And they immediately jump to, so you don't drink? I do not. So you're sober? Well, I mean, yes, I'm sober. So you're sober. Like I uh, had gone to AA for years and I'm sober. Uh, and they say, so what do you got? Like a 10, 15, 20, 25 year chip from AA? No, no. And I'm glad people go to AA, but I, I didn't do that. I just decided to stop drinking. And people are like, you can't just decide. You may use to drink every single night for like a year and go out dancing every night and then boop, cold turkey, stop drinking. 
Yeah, I did that. No, nobody does that. You know, you're, 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 you're not being straight with us. Yes, I am being straight. I did that. Uh, I've been like that my whole life. If I decide I'm going to do something or I'm not going to do something again, uh, that is the decision and I do stick with it. For example, when I was a kid, I was at the theater, the movie theater, and I was there to see a film, a Dr. Doolittle, and I was not that interested in it, but it was something to do. And I bought myself some milk duds. Milk duds, you know, candy at the candy counter in a theater is like $1,000, right? I mean, you could probably go anywhere else and get it for a nickel, but it's like $1,000 there at the concession stand. So I decided to get milk duds. After sucking on those milk duds and trying to chew on them and they stick to your teeth and they're almost as strong after a while as super glue and almost pulling the fillings out, I decided I don't like the flavor of them and I'm never doing milk duds again. And I never did do milk duds again. But I will admit that I do have a weakness for malted milk balls, you know, Whoppers, they're not just whoppers. I uh, put an H in front of it. They're whoppers. Why, that's a whopper. Those malted milk balls. And I'm telling you right now, if you put a 32-gallon trash can of <laughs> whoppers filled to the top between me and Oprah Winfrey, it would be a mad dash to the bottom of that trash can because both of us would be heaving with both fists those milk balls into our mouths. Can you imagine me facing Oprah Hello and welcome everyone, Howard Cosell here, and the Great Whopper Eating Contest, two great champions. We have the skinny, Lance on one side, he's skinny, but he's quite a competitor in the malted milk ball world, a legend in the malted milk ball world. And to the right, well, Oprah, what needs to be said about her? And they're off. Oprah has the mouth and hand coordination to shove those milk balls down, and it almost looks like she's swallowing without chewing. Lance, on the other hand, is trying to chew to get some flavor, and the bets are heavy in favor of Oprah. Lance is starting to slow down. Here comes Oprah. She's not going to disappoint, and she makes it to the bottom of the 32-gallon trash can first. Ladies and gentlemen, that was a whopper and a very poor imitation of Howard Cosell.